It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Dennis and uh, Brady. Brady is going to be in absolute heaven for this show <laughs> because he is going to bracketologize you to death. Oh, it's going to be a he nerdy episode. He is going episode. to be full frontal ESPN nerdiness on the program today, and I'm just going to let him fly with it. It might be less ESPN, and you know, like on election night when they have the guy with the states, and they're like, <laughs> oh, this one, no, they look at this county and look at this. I'm like, well, if you look at this game in southwest Michigan, if this game wins, and that could flip this district, and you go here, yeah, it's going to be full fun. It is interesting. I did have fun earlier today. Uh, we use snooze to you mm. as like a, a guide um, and based on what they had set up for various divisions, uh, we went through because there's another website we use that will predict the scores of the games. Which, with the games we've done, it's not like perfect, but for being a site that you can use for the entire country, it's not half bad. Like, it's not going to be, it's not gospel, but it gets you in the ballpark with. Just looking at pure numbers and nothing else. Yeah, and somebody put together a logarithm or whatever, and it takes a look at various and it's not, factors. It's not and just like record, too. Like there yeah, have No, been, there are other things that go yes. on. But anyways, that was kind of interesting. You're yeah. going to save that for when we go through bracketology? I, I don't I – don't, some people – well, some people will use it as bulletin board material, <laughs> and other people will be, yeah, whatever. We have nothing to do with it. We just found it, but yeah, that's that's the forewarning. What some people, I will be, say, it says Marine City's going to make a deep run into the yes. playoffs all the way to the semifinals. Yes, yes, it does. So, all right, and then uh, you didn't have, really like the rest of our teams. <laughs> no, it didn't. That's, that, I'll just I'll say that it didn't really like the rest of our teams. You'll at least the <laughs> divisions we ran through. Yeah. Um. You you have a Mooney game to talk about as well. Uh. Yeah. Um. Actually, why don't I just uh, throw that one out there now? Uh, before we take the break and get into the actual bracketology segment, but uh, Mooney was uh, was pretty good again on uh, Saturday, and now they're six and two, Brady, and they beat um, a good football team that had some size. Um, Whitmore Lake runs the football. They are old fashioned nineteen seventies sixties football no wide receivers quarterback under center they, they three tell, running backs right in a row behind the quarterback and and they run the ball they tell their uh their kids to go watch the navy game each yeah. week dive 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 counter dive 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 counter and, maybe an outside zone once in a while and and, and and with the exception of one play they had a 99 yard touchdown run in the game other than that they are literally three yards and a cloud of dust uh, <laughs> on on every play. Um, and Mooney started out, they got a stop. They got the ball. They drove down to the one, and on fourth and goal, they had a guy open for a touchdown, and he couldn't hang on to the pass. And so um, they then proceeded on second and 10 from the one to bust a 99-yard run. And that was really, like, Half their offense for the game was that one play. So Whitmore Lake didn't do a lot. Mooney had a sensational second quarter. They scored three touchdowns. Ryan Trombley on a, on a great design play on a run where he came around in motion, 
um, what would you call it, like a receiver dive? Yeah, it's basically instead of a jet sweep, you, you make it look like a jet sweep, but on the handoff you just have him plant his foot in the ground and run between the guards. And it was wide open, and he walked into the end zone. And then two long passes to Trent Rice, who is just all of a sudden unbelievable and unstoppable. I don't know how you cover that guy. He's too fast for everybody, and if they can get the ball in his hands – it's not only just beating people downfield and long passes, but you can throw the ball short to him, and he just runs around and by defenders. Yeah. Um, he's just unbelievably quick and unbelievably fun to watch uh, the last couple of times I've done a uh, Mooney game. So they were up 20-6. to six. Um, In the third quarter, they gave up a long drive and a touchdown, and it was 20-14, to 14, and you're like, eh. But they came right back down the field with a response and got another touchdown, won the game 28-14. to 14, So it was another good effort for them. Uh, and what we like most about it is they kind of flipped from being a road team in the first round of the playoffs right. to now they have a shot to be a home team in the first round of the uh, playoffs. And that would be a lot of fun because I don't know that we've ever had East China Stadium triple header three playoff games on the same weekend i'll just have to get like an rv and go down and stay in the parking <laughs> lot because uh, as we understand it it would be saint Clair would probably play friday night it would be mooney at their normal time slot and then time slot and then marine city at their late at the late game saturday which by the way congratulations to cardinal mooney their first six win season since 2011 and it clinches their first winning season since 2008. Yeah. So, there you go there, kids. Yeah. That's pretty fun. All right. So, speaking of fun, Brady will be in his glory when we come back and he starts mapatologizing or whatever you, we call this. Bracketology. Bracketology. Well, Bracketology. Well, snoo snoo uh, snooze to you calls he, it maptology. He's but. going to make the uh, NCAA men's basketball tournament look like gibberish. <laughs> It's I'll tell you all the games you need to be watching for for a lot of the teams. Marine City, you're fine. You're the one seed. Just take care of business and help out some of our other teams. Okay. And we'll get into it more in just a moment. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet... Nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250 7520. 
Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 for all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, <laughs> slip, <laughs> squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows. With low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes, they can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Oh. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Take advantage of high market values by tapping into your home's equity with a low-rate home equity line of credit from Advia Credit Union. Use the cash for seasonal spending, consolidating high-interest debt, and much more. Learn more and get started online at adviacu.org forward slash HELOC. All loans subject to approval. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 401863. Dura Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call DuraClean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. DuraClean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. DuraClean by Bachelor. Looking for a new career? Magna International could be the place for you. Located in St. Clair off Range Road, Magna was named one of Forbes 2020 World's Best Employers. Magna is currently hiring a multitude of positions and offers a great work environment with competitive pay. Wages start $17 and up. Apply for jobs at magna.com forward slash careers. Again, magna.com forward slash careers. Get a fresh start with Magna International today. Finding that missing shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. Getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things. Like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref. That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. 
If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Wow. Even during the break, Brady is the hardest working guy in uh, high school sports uh, today. Well, there's a lot of stuff to go over, Dennis. There's a lot of moving parts, and this is the first time I've done any serious math since, like, 2013. <laughs> it was fun earlier today because you messed up on, on one, and you couldn't figure out where you'd made the mistake. Yeah. And then you just realized you added something that hadn't happened yet. Yeah. And then the other thing, the other thing that messed it up was East Point not playing Warren Woods Tower. Yeah. And because the way they do it, so real quick crash course. So you get points uh, for wins. Division one, you get sixty. Division two, fifty-five. All the way down to division eight, minus five. You get bonus points six for every win a team you played from one or two wins, five from three and four, four from five and six, and three from seven and eight. Well, and they do it. They add those up to a total, and then they divide it by the number of games played. The reason why is because some teams only play eight games. So instead of just having a nice big whole number to go from, you have to divide it by, well, at this point, eight. Well, East Point's only played seven, so that messes up the bonus point average. So, like, St. Clair and Northern have decimals where they really shouldn't because East Point should just play the game. And even if Tower took the forfeit, it still would have been a nice even number. Yeah. But technically, that slightly helps St. Clair and Northern. Okay. I'll take your word for it. All right. Where do you want to start? Because the two big divisions are D4 and D2. Should we start with just go right in or well, go through all our teams and see where they're stacked let, up right now? Let's go in and let's look at D2. And, all right. And then we'll we'll probably in the next segment do D4. And then when we before we do our top ten, we can mention where other teams as of today are lined up. And that things can change because there's still a week left in the season. Well, D2, with all that's been going, like, once I got through all the weeds, it actually turns out pretty simple for our area teams. It's more of which is the fourth team in the the district. Because right now, snooze to you, again, he isn't perfect, but he... He's pretty good. He's pretty good. Like, he's as as good as you're going to get for a projection site. And he's been doing this since I was playing ball. Um, he has lots Cruz as the one seed playing a new face Waterford Mott in a one, four matchup and Northern and high playing as the two, three. Now there's a few options here for who the MHSAA could group with them. And I really don't think any of them are wrong. It just depends how they want to group it. Now they went with Waterford Mott cause it's kind of on an Island a little bit. With input like just sitting on the outside of other districts, and depending on how they grouped it, that's why they brought them in. Now, some other options you see right down 94 from Lance Cruz. We've said it before Lakeview and Roseville. Well, here's the, the other thing De La Salle is only two miles from Roseville. See, the thing is, though, that might help PH is it's two miles on the other side of Roseville. So to get to the district, they'd have to drive through Roseville. And I think that's something that the MHSA probably tries to avoid is driving through one school to get to others. So This is said tongue-in-cheek, but I think most of the time the MHSAA looks to see how they can <laughs> put – 
teams from our area in the worst possible situation. <laughs> oh, and I mean, I guess uh, Gross Point South could be in play if they just wanted to go like down the water, yeah. basically. I those would be the teams in play. But for the most part, you're going to have Lance Cruz Port here on Northern and Port here on High as your top teams. Now, I'm not – when I went through the playoff points, Dennis went through, did a spreadsheet. I didn't divide it. I just did total playoff points because all the teams we talk about have nine wins. Yep. All right, so let's start. Lance Cruz, right now they're the one seed, and they play an 0-8 Lance Cruz North team who would probably struggle in the Max Silver, and whew, I don't see Lance Cruz losing that game. They win, they get an extra 60 playoff points, and the way we projected it, because we went through each week and did the last bit of bonus points, Lance Cruz's win over Utica is the biggest difference between them and PH, because they actually shared two non-league games. They both played Warren Woods Tower, and they both played Roseville. So those games cancel each other out. Stony Creek plays Seaholm. I think Seaholm is down. Stony Creek should win that game. But for Lance Cruz to not be the one seed, you need a big upset with Sterling Heights beating Utica. So I just I have to ask, and I should have asked this earlier, is Utica D1? Mm-hmm. Okay. I, that, well, as long as they're D1 or 2, they both get six bonus okay, points. Okay, well, because I don't get it, then what's Stony Creek? They're D1. So, I, I – But there are – Utica's got one more win than Stony Creek. Right. How did Lance Cruz – they all have the same record, and they've all basically played the same teams. I don't get how they're ahead of – Well, the, big, the biggest difference is going to be week – this week – Lance Cruz North is a D1 school. Warren Michigan Collegiate is a D6. Northern, yeah, I, I get Northern will that, get to you I in mean, a minute. But I mean um, going into well, going, this weekend, I mean I could get how they get past because I see the difference in a Going into in this week, week they're only like a 14 difference. The biggest difference, Dennis, was they got the win over Roseville. So they've gotten they got those that extra is true, points. Yeah, That's true, Roseville's D1. Roseville's and, Another D2. But. And, um, yeah, so they got those points, and they're getting all the bonus points now for keeping the win going where Port here on high lost them. That's kind of where the disparity begins because Lance so, Cruz, actually, their two losses so are going to be the really, that, that explains to me. Port Huron should be ahead of them. Yes. Because Lance Cruz really lost to Roseville. Yes. But they got the win because that was one of the three games Roseville had yes. to forfeit. And that's what's going to screw the port here on area schools. Yeah. So what would need to happen now, Northern, their playoff points are pretty well set um, because they got the win over Cousineau, at least we think officially. It hasn't been written in stone, but Cousineau hasn't played. They've announced they forfeited the rest of their season. I don't know if... It's just a matter of Northern doing the paperwork to say, yes, we officially win this game. Now just the score hasn't been reported. Right. So some teams do it right as soon as it's announced, and other teams right. wait until Friday. Right. So Northern not playing this week. They had the forfeit over Cousineau. So they get the 55 points. Coming into this week, they were six or seven or six, yeah, six and change points away because of the. East Point debacle, giving them a decimal. 
they have a little bit of a better chance. They need a little bit of help. They need Marysville to upset St. Clair. And really, that's the only spot where, where we were projecting with what teams would win. They need Marysville to upset St. Clair. That would get them five extra bonus points, and they would need another another domino to fall, whether that be Roseville. Well, we have Roseville projected to lose to Dakota. Or, again, Sterling Heights losing or beating Utica, which I don't think that's happening. So we're yeah. staring in the face of a Port here on High, Port here on Northern match rematch in D2 to start. Which isn't like we're not trying to get away from that, but we wanted it to be the second game because right. we're greedy. Yes, we're greedy. We want it to be and the district final, frankly, so that it guarantees a Port Huron team in the re- regional. Right. Frankly, unless Roseville got drawn to the district, like if it's Waterford, Mott, or Lakeview, pff, I'll put my chips in the middle of the table for either of Port Huron High or Northern to run that district. It goes through Memorial Stadium. I don't care if they have to go down to Lons Cruz. Now, I'm with you on that. I, so They both beat Lons Cruz in the regular season, and there is nothing in either of those games to make me think – that in the rematch, Lance Cruz would miraculously be better. Or you can hope for something really wild in Lance Cruz North to score like their 18th points of the season and upset rival Lance Cruz. Lance Cruz is not losing that game to North. No, most likely not, but yeah, yeah, we can hope. We can hope, but that one's not happening. By the way, something that's in the works, and we'll let you know more if about it. If it does, the fix is in. <laughs> We'll let you know more about it. I should have mentioned this in the intro. Shame on me. But we're sounds like a lot of people want it. We'll probably do a live show. It's just a matter from where. We've had a few different people reach out to us about where we're going to do it live. We're going to have hopefully have that figured out by Thursday show. But it'll be fun. If nothing else, we'll do it in our little dungeon and with just <laughs> us. But hopefully we can go to a team's watch party and do it there and talk to at least a coach and their perspective matchup yeah anyway so that's about it for d2 i mean everyone knows that the boogeyman in d2 is warren de la salle like that's the team that's going to be standing in the way of a deep run or hey we want a district title hoorah um and then it again with the drawing of the districts you could give it to 10 different people and 10 different people could draw it up a different way. It's rare for the MHSA to really mess up like the drawings because it's basically trying to group them as well together as they can. So, like I said, Waterford Mott's in play, Lakeview's in play, Roseville's in play, and I would say an outside, outside chance of Gross Point South. Dennis, is there anyone else? I know you said De La Salle. Well, I, I, but. I mean, and you, you can take those eight teams and they can pair them up four and four and pretty much anything they do really works. I mean, Waterford Mott is like the team that doesn't have a place to go. So it's where are you going to fit them? The the This Region 3 District 2 that's news to you has like De La Salle, Lakeview, Roseville, Gross Point South – Nobody's going a great distance there, mm-hmm. and whoever wins, again, nobody's going a great distance there. So it kind of makes sense, and it makes sense, obviously, to have the two Port Huron schools together and to have Lance Cruz with them. Right. Because, I again, don't... 
it's you're 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 driving down basically to Mount Clemens, but going left instead of going right. Right. Uh, so that's nothing. Again, it's just Waterford Mott. Where do you stick them? Well, sorry f- for you guys, but you gotta you'll have to come up here. Yeah, there's just an odd number of teams in that Waterford Milford area, White Lake, like those schools. Someone's gonna have to be the odd one out. The only thing that I could see causing chaos is if Gross Point South got drawn south. And then there's three teams with De La Salle, Collegiate, Lakeview. And, but for the most part, expect a Lance Cruz matchup versus Team X and Port here on Northern versus Port here on High again. Although if you want that to be a district title, get on your Lance Cruz North Crusader gear, get on your Sterling Heights gear, and get on your Marysville gear. So if you're a Northern fan and you want that to switch. I, I'm, I'm also, just, you need East Point to beat Centerline. Yeah. That was one of our projected wins. I just uh, You're, you're going to get a Northern PH game at some point in this district, in my opinion. Yes. Um, I would have preferred it to be the second game, but it's probably going to be the first game. Probably. And I'm sure both schools would be clamoring for a Crosstown showdown fully loaded edition and it would be the what the second time in three years yeah yeah so five matchups in three years that's a fun time um the only other hasn't been a bad game in the bunch no the only matchup that i would say that i haven't mentioned that does have ramifications if anchor bay does upset romeo then that kills all chance of northern getting those extra bonus points to get up into uh the one seed yeah, that, that's the least Romeo can do after treating the Huskies rather poorly uh, in, taking, in week eight is go take, out and get the win and give them the, the yeah. extra points uh, there because uh, yeah. it doesn't make much sense not to do that, Romeo. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> that's what we're looking at D2-wise. I think I nerded out enough there. Well, I just uh, I want to um, point out, too, because we just mentioned they've played five games in the last two seasons – and I want to remind you what those games were. Okay. Just what a, what another game could be. 14 to 7. 20 to 7 that was really 14 to 7. Yes. Um and then you had um what 27-21 and 29-26. Yeah. So you had a 3-point game, a 6-point game, a 7-point game and the the final of last year's game was twenty to seventeen, but it was fourteen to seven with no time left on the clock and Northern trying to score a tying touchdown and there was a pick six run back the other way. It was basically deja vu this year. So the the score was officially twenty to seven in that game, but it was closer than thirteen points. So what I'm saying is the last five games have basically gone down to the last play of the game. Yes. And we'd love that. Yes. I think that would be awesome for this community. Um, real quick, Anchor Bay, uh, lovely story, but we hope you can get out of it. But the Macred District of Death, Romeo, Dakota, Chip Valley, Anchor Bay, I don't see any way they get out of that. No, um, I, I, I don't uh, either. And real- it, would, it would be an upset to beat Chippewa Valley. Is it possible? We'll know a I'll, lot more. I'll buy into that one more than I'd buy into them eventually beating Romeo Romeo or Dakota. I, they've already lost to Dakota this year, I believe, 35-7. Did, did they play week one? I think it was week two, um, um, I think. Don't, don't quote that. me on that one. Uh, yeah, 39-7 to seven in week yeah. two. Yeah, thanks for um, coming. And they play Romeo this week, so 
we'll have a, a better gauge of how far apart these two teams are. By the way, Marysville's not going to make it into the playoffs in Division Three, but our little, like I guess, adopted team of that's going to be sent to slaughter in Division Three, Warren Fitz. The opening round matchup against Orchard Lake St. Mary's, thank you for coming. And if you somehow win that game, you have to play Brother Rice or Avondale. So cakewalk. <laughs> um, Easy peasy. Division four is going to be a mouthful. Do you want to skip over that for a moment and then use all of the next well, segment if, for that? Yeah, and if you want to talk about Marine City's going at least to the semifinals in five, <laughs> that's fine. Well, yeah. Right now, <laughs> Snooze to You has possibly the most favorable road for Marine City. Now, Armada is a good team and they play with heart but it takes a lot to knock off a marine city team and especially a marine city team that's doing things that not a lot of other marine city teams have done yeah so marine city you're going to be the one seat and looking at the region notre dame prep game really wouldn't matter for hosting a regional final because you are paired up with what might be the weakest district in the state regardless of division uh, so Marine City would play Richmond week one. Richmond was a team early on that I would have been really excited for this matchup. I still think it would be fun to have that game because it's always good when those two teams play. Yeah, there is a rivalry. There. Yes, but Marine City has just been steamrolling everyone in Richmond with a young quarterback and trying to get with, I guess, technically a, a new head coach, trying to get the system going, has struggled to finish now against some teams after they, they took the step from getting just being non-competitive in big games. Now in big games, they're playing with them. They just can't quite finish it. And the other side would be Armada Lutheran North. It would, it's going to be great to have Armada in the playoffs. And that's a program that's on the rise. But again, it's kind of like, well, you got matched up with a team that has state title aspirations, who's good for the state in your district. And you're going to have to go to their barn if they and win you, that, that's yeah, the you, biggest win in Armada history. But but you also have to understand that this is a learning process for mm -hmm. them. The, the, the success is great, but the, they've run into some adversity these last two weeks. Um, pretty sure they're going to be 7-2 and two going into the playoffs. Pretty sure they're the favorite against Lutheran North, but that won't be an, a cakewalk game. Lutheran North might be a bit fraudulent. But. Well, we'll we'll find out when when they play it. But our, again, you've got a bunch of Armada kids that are just learning how to win right. in the playoffs. Um, and then your next step then would be to presumably get through Marine City. That's a lot to ask when you're just starting to build the culture. Right, learning to win is a real thing in a culture. Ask Marine City, circa early '90s. They were they start they, once they figured it out and started to be good. Then it was beating Marysville, and once they got through Marysville, then it was in the early two thousands Orchard, Orchard Lake St. Mary's, Mary's. Yeah. and then Country Day and schools like that. It's a process. You got to walk before you can run. I really like what Rowley's doing at Armada, and I think in three four years he he could be setting up for a colossal showdown with the Marine City team. Yeah, but, but this year. But right now, if you would have told them in Armada, you're going to win seven regular season games, make the playoffs, win a playoff game, yeah, and play for a, a district title, 
Everybody would be going, you sure you're talking about Armada? <laughs> they would have. Yeah. They would have. They, they would have said, no, come on. You guys are crazy. Not Armada. Yeah. They don't do stuff like that. Well, they're doing stuff like that. By the way, this is the district step. that the winner of right now, Snooze to You, has at Region 4, District 2 is Marine Cities. Region 4, District 1, 5-3 and three, Dundee, 4-4 four and four, South Lake, 4-4 four and four, Corona, Two and six, Flint Powers. At least they're not the home team this week. Last week they were the home team. They're the they're not the home team by like point one two five playoff points, and they play Flint Carmen Ainsworth, who's also two and six. Geez, where are they in the playoff picture? And if they go two and seven and make the playoffs, Dennis, we will go scorched earth policy. But we can't do it until it happens. Yeah. We will wait till Sunday. And then we will scream and shout. Anyway. Especially when they finagle the brackets so that they get a home game out of that. <laughs> anyway, Armada, like Armada would be the favorite in that district to come out of there. Just they're going to have to run into Marine City. So presumably the winner of that game is going to a semifinal. And a little bit of good news for Marine City fans is in this projection, Frankenmuth is pulled to the other side of the state. They get paired up actually in a region with teams like Kingsley and and Kingsford and Clare. Like they are going way north. Yeah. So well, their their district is basically with Saginaw teams. Yes. And then you come out of that, they've got to face whoever comes out of the UP district. Yeah. And but they'll get that at home. So the regional would probably be against Portland, or the semifinal would be against Portland, a team they faced in a semifinal before. Them, Williamston, or Berrien Springs most likely. So I don't know what – I know they've been keen on Frankenmuth since last year, but you might not have to face them till fourth field, and they would have to get through Grand Rapids Catholic Central, who I think is a lot of people's pick to win Division Five. Okay. So, okay, let's keep going. D6, we have one team, Almont. Again, depending on their draw, they could be a regional finalist or lose in the first round. And right now, they have Almont in a district with Millington. And Millington's super good. Millington is, yeah, really good. Their best hope is... They get pulled down to the Warren, Michigan, Collegiate, Detroit, Pershing, Clintondale, Clawson. Someone drops out of there, and Almont goes there instead. Um, Clintondale plays Gross Eel. I don't know what Gross Eel is. They're two and six. If they can, if someone drops there and Almont goes down to that region, they have a really good shot at winning a regional. But if they're in a district with Millington, it's like. Almont could be a really good team and just not have a chance. The, oh, by the way, the, if you got the, through Millington, you get Lansing Catholic. Yeah, well, the the problem with, with Elmont is they're facing kind of the Waterford-Mott situation. Yeah. Elmont would fit better with Clintondale, Clawson, and Collegiate, but they had to put Pershing someplace. Yeah, and right now Elmont is projected to go to Standish-Sterling for a round one matchup. That's... I mean, yeah, they're kind of on an island. Yeah. They, they need to get a couple, two more families to come to Elmont. Now we need Standish Sterling to lose, everybody that they played this season to lose, 
Elmont to beat Goodrich and, the entire- and then everybody that Elmont played this year to win. Yes. And Elmont might get enough points to at least stay home for week one. Or just get a few families to come to Elmont, go back up to D5, and <laughs> it wouldn't be Lutheran North in that district. It would be Elmont. <laughs> All right. Uh, I don't not going to th- get that. I don't think we have anyone in D7. If you're curious at all about Bad Axe, they would be in a district with Montrose, Laker, Reese. Uh, yeah. That's a tough Tough draw. Too. Regional, they would get Puamo, Westphalia. Hello. Sorry that you had your best season and you got matched up with those teams. Um, all right. D8. D8 gets a little spicy. Um, Dennis, do you want to take a break before we get into D8 or do you want to just finish this out? Um, you're on a roll. I hate to stop you while you're on a roll. Well, let's make the people wait just a little longer. Oh, see, that's the way you are. We'll have D8 next. Okay. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 850-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit at Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. What passions do you want to pursue next in life? Do you want to be a sculptor, a volunteer, teach your grandkids to fish? Your Ameriprise financial advisor, Dave Betts, can help you plan for the life you want today and well into the future. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call Dave Betts at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc. Member FINRA and SIPC. Take advantage of high market values by tapping into your home's equity with a low-rate home equity line of credit from Advia Credit Union. Use the cash for seasonal spending, consolidating high-interest debt, and much more. Learn more and get started online at adviacu.org forward slash HELOC. All loans subject to approval. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 401863. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires 
and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Mary's or Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's Sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N-C-A-R-C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Magna International is North America's largest auto supplier and now calls the Blue Water area home. Our new plant, located on Range Road in St. Clair, will have great opportunities for all members of the community. Named to Fortune Magazine's World Most Admired Companies two years in a row, Magna offers many different career opportunities. Wages start from $17 and up. Go to magna.com forward slash careers to apply today. Again, magna.com forward slash careers to join our team and create the future of mobility together. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Uh, Dennis Stuckey, Brady Beaton, Tri-County Equipment, Get Stuck On Sports uh, podcast. And... Uh, you going four or eight? Let's start with eight because four is going to take the longest time. But I think we're going to spend a decent amount of time on eight because we actually kind of have four teams we talk about regularly that are going to be in it. Uh, so there's going to be a very cut-and-dry thumb district. Ubley, Cass City, Marlette, Harbor Beach. Ubley's the one seed. Marlette, Harbor Beach, they're going to play that this week decides whether they're the 2-3 or, or just who hosts that game. Basically, Marlette plays Algonac. Harbor Beach has to go to Unionville Seabwing, who's kind of down this year. Yeah, they're 2-6, and six, actually. I, I knew they were down. I didn't realize they were 2-6. They and haven't six. been, like, blown out in any no, games. They no. just can't. Like, the thumb's kind of tough. Uh, for By Harbor Beach standards, too, to only be 5-3 right. and three at this point is a town season for them. Yes, which I'm sure a lot of programs would take down Harbor Beach in oh, a couple of years. Um, so that's that reg- that district. It's not going to change. And Harbor all. Beach and Marlette just played an overtime game. Yes, triple overtime game, yeah. by the way, at Beach. Uh, so that's that district. Ubley, you know I've, what I've said about Ubley. It's not going to be an easy road, but they've beaten these teams before. Yeah, they're the favorite there for sure, but these are not like gimme slam dunk games. I mean, they might blow through this regional and not be challenged, but don't be surprised if Cass City gives them a good game or don't be surprised if Marlette or Harbor Beach gives especially them a, a good day, Beach. especially Harbor Beach, because that is a long-time rivalry, and, and we've seen it uh, here in town in Port Huron, Northern PH, doesn't really matter what the records are sometimes when you play that game. 
and it's the same thing. Harbor Beach, Ubley, that's just a fierce, you know. There have been Marysville Marine City years where the yeah. winner of the regular season game lost in the playoffs. Yeah, so it's just, uh, again, I'll be picking Ubley every week because I expect them to win, but those won't necessarily just be slam dunk 60 to nothing games. Right. All right, now for our Cardinal Mooney friends, the fighting Mike McAndrews's, the fighting Joe Canells, <laughs> and Mike Rice's. Uh, they have a right now a home game, and it would be against 5-3 and three Mount Clemens, who's played only five football games. They have three forfeit wins. I actually think they have a forfeit they, they, loss. Yes, they're 3-1 and one in games they haven't played and 2-2 two and two in games that they have played. So the and the two wins were at the beginning of the season against two teams that like combined have one win or something like yeah, that. Yeah, Pontiac Arts and Tech and Melvindale Academy for Business and Tech. Yeah. Uh, Melvindale the, might have two wins. The battle, one of those might be a four. The battling <laughs> bathers is who Marine City Cardinal Mooney would line up with, up with, and much like Armada, that's a game they should win. However, the other side of that district is Clarkston Everest, who should win their game if they're playing Lutheran Northwest. Northwest. A team Mooney beat pretty good this it year. It feels like the same situation as Armada, doesn't it? Where they're starting to learn how to win, especially in football. They're building a culture, and they have a Goliath in their district. Now, would I absolutely love to have an ugly Cardinal Mooney regional final game? Heck yeah, I would. Wouldn't that be a lot of fun? That'd be a lot of fun. But... I know. Well, I know everyone at Mooney, especially Coach Cannell, would love to face off Everest against Everest again. They they know they're not forty two points worse, but that's hard to flip a forty two point loss. So that's where Cardinal Mooney ends up. The only thing that could happen, and we've seen this as possible, is they take Mooney and just kind of go down ninety four and down the water to where you have a Mooney. Mount Clemens, Cabrini, and another team in a district where you don't really have, like maybe you bring Lutheran Northwest and Everest goes west, but it's going to be hard to get out of that district. I think there is a possibility for Mooney to not be in a district with Clarkson Everest, but it's unlikely, Dennis. Like when we were looking at Goose Poop, yeah, had, I mean, and, and for context, Goose Poop is a playoff projection website. We weren't just at the water being weird. No, I, 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 I think if we looked at it on a map, you, I don't know. I don't know that you could make an argument to flip Clarkston and Cabrini. I think Cabrini is closer to these other schools than uh, Clarkston. And is. if you really want to nerd out, it's going to be depending on. The thing we saw is if it's White Cloud or Beale City that has to go up with the UP district. That's what kind of flips things. Yeah. Uh, then so, you get kind of a whole domino effect. Yeah. So but. that's what you have to look for. So if so, when you're watching the selection show, uh, Mooney fans, if the first district they show has Beale City, Bark River, Harris, Iron Mountain, and Frankfurt, expect uh, expect some Everest in your district. Yeah, I just uh, I'm just kind of I'm looking at the map because there is a map and it it wouldn't make sense to flip those around any other way than the way they they show it here on news to you. All right, let you want it ready to get into Division Four? Okay, 
What team do you want to start with? Because we have five potential teams we had to take a deep dive on that are either in our area or affect our area quite greatly. Um, that's a good question because I got a you got fifteen different things. Well, obviously, let's uh, let's start with St. Clair, who because at the start of the season, I was certainly not ballyhooing St. Clair, and I was not expecting them to be a number one seed in a district, and that's what looks like is going to happen. Yeah, St. Clair going into this week, 441 and change playoff points. If they get a win, they are completely uncatchable in the the district. They will be the number one seed hands down. They just have to beat Marysville, and they will host minimum one playoff game. And and we get our wish of possibly a triple header at East China Stadium. That's basically the simple math. The bonus points really don't factor in for St. Clair unless they lose. Then you have to hope, okay, Roseville would have to upset Dakota. You'd need Marine City to pull off the win over Notre Dame Prep, which would even greatly, even more affect St. Clair about getting a home game or not. But St. Clair, it's simple. Win, you're the one seed. No ifs, ands, or buts, and potentially you could be the one seed for your region if you get the win. Yeah, and and then you've got Croslex and Notre Dame Prep who are so close together. Like they are centimeters apart with Notre Dame Prep today as the home team if that game happens and so you, you've right got a, now you've got a Croslex team that I I you know at the start of the year we were wondering about this game and worrying about it as it approaches I like Crosslex against Garber yeah so now you've got Notre Dame prep Marine City this means something for Marine City but it also means something for Crosslex so Crosslex if they win oh right now before sorry before we get to the win loss scenarios Crosslex has four hundred and seven playoff points. At this after week eight, Notre Dame Prep has 408. That's how close these two teams are. The big one, obviously, Marine City takes care of business and beats Notre Dame Prep. Croslex, as long as they win, would have a home game. The thing that helps Notre Dame Prep out a lot is Marine City's damn good, and they've got given them a lot of bonus points, even though the MHSA hates small teams and bonus points. <laughs> so that's. Obviously, if one team wins and the other loses, cut and dry, that's the home. Now, th- th- this is the thing. Prep gets 72 points if they win the game. Yep. They get 32 just for showing up. Yeah, they're guaranteed 32 points after this game, where Cross-Lex, if they lose, only gets 20. If they win, they get 60. So the way we projected it, if both teams win – it's going to come down to really how the BWAC does in non-conference play. So we projected that Williamston wins for Croslex and that North Branch beats Linden. I believe the other wins we had were Emley City and Armada. Elmont has to play Goodrich. That's going to be a tough game. Is that a winnable game? Absolutely. Yale has to play Lutheran North. Underdog, definitely winnable I wouldn't be surprised if Yale won that game. They would need a couple of those upsets, and they would need a team for prep like Detroit Loyola to lose and to really flip that if both teams won. So 
Mike Legros, Sheridan, hey, get Darren Letson's address, send him a nice card and a basket of cookies and say, please go win one so we can have a home game. <laughs> because that's the simplest thing that can happen is Marine City beats Notre Dame Prep, you go to Garber and win, bing, bang, boom, Notre Dame Prep at Croslex. Not that we're worried about Croslex traveling. They've shown they can do it. It's more about getting Notre Dame Prep to travel rather than have them stay at home. Yeah. Uh, and it doesn't really seem to matter what North Branch does. They're going to end up being the four seed in this group, and they're going to play the one seed, which, again, looks to be it's going to be St. Clair. Correct. North Branch will be the four seed. Now the wild card. Yes, news to you has Notre Dame prepping, but just as easily, Lampfear could be that four team, and you think it's tight with prep? The way we projected it, if it goes how we looked, Lampier would have 483 points. Croslex would have 485 after week nine. So Lampier coming in has 428. They have a very winnable game in week nine against Hazel Park. They're just not going to get enough bonus points because their Mac Bronze teams probably aren't going to win their non-conference games. Yeah, that's where they're going to get hurt. So they would be a very close, like, if one team slips up, if MLA City can't beat Detroit Southwestern, or, or Meta slips up against Kersley, Williamston slips up, that flips the home and away. So, And you're not worried at all about Country Day being a team that gets I don't, slipped. I just think there's too many teams they would have to pass for them to come. They would have to pass Lampfear and Notre Dame prep, I just don't see how Country Day goes to that district. Is it I a think Lamphere's a little bit south of them. Yeah, looking at this, even if they're a little south, they're farther east, closer to 94. It w- I just I, – yeah, Notre Dame prep prob- – or not, not Notre Dame prep. Country Day probably in that same vein as like Gross Point South for Division Two, where they could go up. But probably not. So, Croslex, order of business, number one, win your game. Order of business, number two, don't do anything Irish this week. Uh, Support your orange and black brethren down the road and hope for them a win. And then be the biggest BWAC fans you can be this Friday. That's the long and short. And hope the Mac Bronze sucks if that flips. (laughs) Because I'm telling you, it's going to come down to a a game that maybe no one even thinks about. Like Again, if Sterling Heights pulls off the upset over Utica, that's really good for Division Two. but you know who Sterling Heights lost to week one? Lampfear. So Lampfear would then get those bonus points and then possibly jump Cross-Lex, becoming the home team in that matchup. Which would you or, – or- doesn't it bother you at this point who Croslex plays? Because they're kind of they've they've obviously I think, got it going since we. I won, think Lampfear. I would rather them play that just because Notre Dame Prep has played a couple really good teams. Like they've played Country Day and or excuse me, they didn't play Country Day. They played Harper Woods and lost. They played Detroit Loyola, who's a small school. They won that game. Now, since week since they played Harper Woods, I mean they beat Divine Child the next week, but they're three and five. They haven't played anybody. 
Like, their toughest game is going to be Marine City, and I'll get to see them in person, and I'll see exactly what they are. But if I had to just pick, like, in terms of game I would feel more comfortable with Croslex playing, I would rather them play Lamphere because it's really hard to go from playing Mac Bronze teams and defending Clawson and Warren Lincoln to trying to stop Sage Slanik, Belly Grappi, and that entire Sage uh, and, uh, Jake Townsend and that entire Croslex offense. Well, I mean, they just gave up 46 to Marysville. They won that game because they scored 62. Yeah, and no they're not scoring to... 62 on Croslex's no. defense. No. And by the way, the other district in that uh, region, Lake Fenton, Ortonville, Brandon, Goodrich, and Freeland. That would be a, a very good regional draw. We've said it the whole time. Division four is wide open and for the taking. All right. Well, we'll see. Uh, Freeland Croslex game later in the plan. I don't want to get ahead of myself or shortchange St. Clair or North yes. Branch. But that would be a very emotional game for a certain coach. Yes. yes, it would. Uh, St. Clair North Branch, is lo if, if St. Clair wins, that's going to be the matchup in all likelihood. That would be a really, really fun game, and I would be excited to do that on a Friday night. It won't be like the one that I saw a few no. years back, which was like 62 to 38 or something like that. And I think there, was a, there were five touchdowns scored in the first. I'm not making this up. I think it was five touchdowns in the first two and a half minutes of the game. Yeah, it was something stupid. It was a kickoff return by the Saints. Then on the first play from scrimmage, North Branch got a touchdown. Then the Saints returned the kickoff again. And then on the first play from scrimmage, North Branch got another touchdown. And then the Saints drove down the field and scored quick, is I think how that yeah, happened. Yeah, district final, 62-29. St. Clair beat North <laughs> Branch. But it was a, just a crazy, crazy start to that game. Yes, it was. So and fun. Uh Dennis, I think that's it for Division Four. Do you want to just go real quick what eight-man would look like? Uh, we're only going to get, it looks like, two teams from the area in eight-man. Mm -hmm. um, uh, Deckerville and Peck, and eight-man has two divisions, in case you're not aware of that. And Deckerville would be up in Division One, and Peck would be in Division Two. I, I didn't really look at Deckerville's draw, right. but I know Peck's got a tough draw. Deckerville right now would be the two-seed they'd play Britain Deerfield, uh, Division One, or uh, the one-four matchup would be Adrian Lenaway Christian and Takancha. Takancha, yep. Hey, you said that. Hey, right. there you go. That's a. F you talk about being on an island. Just go look at the map for, for Deckerville. The closest team to them is Britain Deerfield, which is probably a two and a half hour drive. Yeah, they are kind of way out there, but that's kind of the way. Like, the, the team that should feel uh, bad here is Tecancha because they're right next to three other teams, but they had to figure out a place to put Messick in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for Peck, they would have to go to Mount Pleasant Sacred Heart, and if they won that game, they would have to go play Kindy North Huron. Which, uh, th that's that's a, a, a tough run through. They, they play both those teams, uh, and this year they lost to both those teams in the regular season, and North Huron seems to be head and shoulders the best team in the stripes this year. Yeah, so. All right, do you want to do our little projection thing just for fun that we did not make or have any say and we just found it and inputted our data, so don't yell at us? Uh, do you really want to do this? If you don't have to if you don't want to. <laughs> it would just be a fun little exercise to see what 
a computer, which again, a computer that doesn't look at matchups and personnel and any home field. Doesn't advantage. know anything about yeah, all injuries these, or all these like games that. are again theoretically played on a neutral site. That's what the the algorithm or whatever does. So we went through three divisions with the most our most teams in them. Uh, which one do you want to start with? Eight? All right. So in, in Division 8, they have Ubley beating Cass City. They give us scores, too. Yes. Do you want the scores? Give they them have, the scores. They have Ubley beating Cass City 35-17. to 17. They have Harbor Beach beating Marlette 35-31. to 31. Then they have Ubley beating Harbor Beach 38-26 to win the district. On the other side, they have Clarkston Everest beating Lutheran Northwest 38-6. to 6. They have Mooney beating Mount Clemens, 38-14. And then they have Everest beating Mooney, 40-20. to And then Ubley beating Everest in the regional, 38-27. to Ubley then moves on to play Hudson. I'm not going to give you all those scores, but <laughs> we, we ran through all those scores, and Hudson came out as the other semifinalist. And they have Hudson beating Ubley, 35-21 in the semifinal game. So that's just what one simulation says. Let's go D. What was the other one we did? D4. Well, we we did uh, D five. Yeah, let's go. And let's... Marine City made it to the semifinals. Yeah, let's tell them how they got there. They they beat Richmond forty two to fourteen, while Armada beat Lutheran North twenty seven thirteen. Then Marine City beats Armada thirty four to twenty one. Marine City then faces Corona in the. Regional. Regional and beats Corona 35-17. And then Marine City plays Portland in the semifinal, and this had them losing that game 31-21. So take that for what it's worth. Take a penny and buy it because that's it's just what what was there. And I don't know. I know nothing about Portland. They're 6-2, and two, and I know they lost a couple tough games. So D4 is the one that nobody's going to like. Nope, no, this one, <laughs> this this was nightmare scenario. This, this was a nightmare scenario. It had uh, North Branch beating St. Clair 31-28 to and Notre Dame Prep beating Croslex 28-27. to And then Notre Dame Prep beats North Branch 35-13 to in the district final. So our three teams in that district and none of them made it out. Yeah, that would be bad. That and I don't think bad. that'll happen. And then it had Freeland beating Notre Dame Prep in the regional 28-22. If you were curious. If you were curious. So, that was that. Um, I think we've gone out and nerded out in bracketology enough, Dennis. <laughs> I've been on so many simulations today that uh, I feel like I'm a reasonable facsimile of myself. And so, that will be my excuse for this week's top ten, which we will do when we come back. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 for all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from Certainty Roofing. 
Landmark Shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark Shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit at Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly Tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. This is Lucy Harris. I'm a class of 2022 senior, and I play on the golf team at Port Huron Northern. As a Port Huron school student, I had the opportunity to participate in the most extracurricular and academic opportunities in the region. I can even earn free college credits from the Blue Water Middle College. At Port Huron Schools, I am treated as an individual, and my teachers care about my specific needs. After graduating, I plan to study abroad and attend college to eventually become a teacher. That's my Port Huron School story. What will yours be? Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington. A family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You're back with Dennis and Brady and my least favorite segment of the week. (laughs) The top ten. 
Are you ready? No, uh, because uh, and we both want to do this. Anchor Bay, you are a top ten team, a top five, a top three team. You won the white, and you just beat Eisenhower for the first time in school history, a Mac Red team. But I just I I can't put you in here anyway because it just screws everything up, and it's so hard to compare. Yeah, like at least with. Like, BWAC and MAC teams, some are the same size. They play each other. Like, it feels more apples to apples where, yeah, it's kind of an excuse, but Anchor Bay just makes it too hard. It's just, yeah. Because and, and, you and Brady honest- won't allow me to have, like, ties for a spot in the rankings. No. Like, we can't have 11 teams in and say two teams are tied for a number or whatever. Yeah. It's got to be 10 teams, and if somebody gets left out, they get left out. So, Anchor Bay, you're left out because this but, year on your schedule, you didn't play anybody from the Blue Water area. You played all white and red teams. But special mention because, uh, again, you beat Ike. And you know what? Please you're 7-1, keep- and one, and I do think you are a top 10 team. I think you're a top 30 team. Again, yeah. it depends how you do it. Do you do by most deserving? Do you do by pound for pound who's the best? Because if you do by that, Dennis – they're probably sliding down the rankings a lot. If you do it the Folsom method where, all right, does one beat two, does two beat three, yeah. they might be number I, I one. I threw the Folsom method out last year because I just – I don't think that's a fair way to judge it. No. Like, no, not no. when you have – when you're trying to compare a D8 and a D2. Yeah, you, you can't do that. So what you have to do is who plays better at their level, and that's what merits their ranking. All right, get us started, Dennis, number 10. Okay, number 10, uh, holding uh, strong uh, at number 10 where I had them last week with a, a 28-14 win uh, this week on uh, Saturday. Cardinal Mooney, they're 6-2, six, uh, six wins for the first time since – uh, 2011? Yeah, they had a six-win season when they were an eight-man, but they made the playoffs as a four-and-five team and won two games. So they technically finished 500. Uh, it was, it's been since 2006 that they had a winning record. They made the playoffs at five and three that year and lost the first round game. So I'm going to hold them in as my number 10 team this week. I also have Mooney at number 10 for everything you said. Just I like them, can't really vault them up because the teams that lost way above them still have one or two losses, and the team right above them won this week. So Mooney at number 10. My number nine team, which is exactly where I had them last week, is Elmont. They got another win this week, beat Richmond 39-29. Elmont's now 5-3, and Um, and again – I'd like to give them more for the win that they had over Armada, but right now I'm slotting them at number nine, and that's where they're holding. Number nine for Almont, basically the same thing you said, Dennis. All right, so number eight, I had a change here. St. Clair uh, will slip from my number seven team to my number eight team uh, after a loss to uh, Lakeview. It isn't that they lost this game, Brady. It's that it was 33-7 to kind of – hurt St. Clair for me yeah. this week. They've been on the uptake for me. I was down on the Saints early. I was not a believer. Then they make me a believer, and then you get this result. I feel jaded. I'm a, I'm a jaded fan this week, and I'm going to bump them down to number eight. Yeah, I did as well, and that also has to do with the team below them won, so they get rewarded for that as well. But 
St. Clair at eight, and while I think they're going to get a chance to settle it on the field with my number seven team. Yeah, uh, North Branch is my number seven team. Uh, six and two after a twenty-one nothing shutout win over Emily City, so I bumped them up from number eight to number seven. So basically, St. Clair and North Branch flipped after uh, week eight results. Yeah, Broncos rolling. They have really figured it out this season since losing to Armada and Cross Lex. Have not lost since week three. They're not going to lose this week. They are making a push that. Maybe they should be higher up, depending on what happens this week. But for now, Dennis, just like you, they're number seven. My number six team is Armada. I had them at number five after the loss to Elmont. Then they lose to Crosslex. There's no shame uh, in that. They'll slip a spot, and uh, they're my number six team uh, this week. But uh, two straight losses now for the Tigers. Here's where... It was tough for my rankings, Dennis, because last week, my number four, my number five, my number six, and my number seven team all lost. So do I get in the business of judging losses and going, well, Northern lost by a lot, but it was to Romeo, Armada played well, and it was in bad conditions, but they still lost by a couple scores. Like, how do you judge that? Um, I moved North Branch up over St. Clair. Armada beat North Branch. That's why they stayed above them. Armada's number six for me, holding after a loss. Okay. Northern's my number five team. They were a couple spots higher uh, last week. Um, I had them at, uh, I, I believe, number three last week. So their loss pushes them back to number five. But even though they lost bigger than Armada did, I couldn't justify putting Armada ahead of Northern or having Northern fall that far because, again, they lost to a team from another dimension. Yeah, they Northern's my five team as well. I almost punished them, but I'm like, can I really move Armada up after a loss? And Northern lost to the Mac Red Champs, Dennis. A game, frankly, they shouldn't have been playing because Lakeview was too scared to play Romeo. Uh yeah, that's a tough game, but let's be honest, a lot of the teams on the list, and especially below Northern, probably have a similar result against Romeo. Now, I almost moved this team up another spot, but I'm going to put Ubley at number four Ooh. this week, which moves them up two spots. They do pass Armada and Northern, who lost, um, but I didn't put them past another team that lost. But at 8-0... I'm going to, after another dominant victory, um, 59 to nothing, they beat Brown City. I know Brown City is, is struggling, but what, they got one win this year. But I'm going to put Ubley in the four spot. But when you consider I had them back at six, this is a pretty nice jump for them. I kept Port Huron at four. They lost uh, to Roseville, a talented team. Again, no Amari Holler. As we understand it, he won't be in the game against Warren Michigan Collegiate. That, I mean, you lost to another really good team. They were in it at the end, uh, but you lost. I am not, I, like I said, I'm not going to jump Northern or Meta, St. Clair, and North Branch up there. I couldn't justify that. And, well, I'm sure as heck not moving them up over my top three. So, Port Aaron just kind of stayed by happenstance. Okay, well, I had PH at number two last week, so they're going to drop to number three for me uh, this week after losing to uh, Roseville. But without Amari Holler, 
uh, they uh, battled uh, against Roosevelt, and they made a, a nice showing. And at one point in the fourth quarter, they had that to within six points, and it looked like maybe the Big Reds were going to make a big comeback uh, from 19 points down in that game. So, um, again, I'm not going to punish PH for losing to a really good Roseville team by two touchdowns, but they are going to slip a notch because, again, they lost, and a team that I had behind them last week won a big game, so they've got to move up. Yeah, two and three was a tough one because it's it's a philosophical argument that – it just depends on what you do. So between Croslex and Ubley, yes, Croslex beats Ubley straight up. But Port Huron beats Ubley straight up and Northern beats Ubley straight up because they're a D8 school with 100-some kids. They could be playing eight-man if they wanted to. But they're dominating D8. It's more like I couldn't figure it out, and I just went with my status quo and left Ubley at three. They could be, too. You could make an argument they have the best chance to win a state title. If you wanted to make the argument pound for pound, Ubley's the best, I wouldn't laugh at you, but I have them at three because I didn't really they're – the, they're the opposite of um, Anchor Bay. They just play other teams we cover, so it's easier to kind of slot them in. Ubley at three, they're really, really good, and I think they might go to Ford Field. Yeah. All right, my number two team is Crosslex. They won the BWAC. They've won seven straight. They beat Armada by 16 points in Armada. Um, it's Crosslex at number two for me. Yeah, I'm sure as heck not doing anything with the Pioneers, but keeping them steady at number two, even though, like, I think if I had Ugly above Crosslex before, I would have just kept it, even though that was a really nice win for Crosslex. Um Croslex solidified it too, won their first outright BWAC title in almost a decade. They are rolling. They did it without throwing a pass, which tells me <laughs> that if they have to play a game in just awful conditions in the playoffs, they can Croslex it too and with a bullet at number one Marine City. Yeah. Like, See, I, it, it helped me that I kind of hit ugly at in the middle of the pack last week because I could give them a nice boost right. up and shuffle the other teams around, and it worked out really well. Yeah, well, what can you say about Marine City? I know it's Lincoln, but they beat them 63 to nothing on like, and 20, on like, on like 16 plays. Yeah, they ran like 18 actual <laughs> plays of offense. Dennis, there have been more plays running a four-way scrimmage. <laughs> like Marine City's – like they're, they're, Other than the drive at the end of the game when you know they had – the, I think they ran 17 offensive yeah, plays. Yeah. The, the, they scored the, 63 Their, their points. like, longest drive was three plays. It was stupid. Like, who does that? <laughs> it's like when you get mad at a video game, so you turn it on to, like, to blind third grader mode and <laughs> score 800 points. So, uh, Marine City, uh, again, 8-0. Uh, and uh, Ubley is the only other team in the top ten without a loss, so uh, I don't I don't know how you can argue Marine City not being number one. No, Marine City's number one. I guess the and dis- even the computer thinks they're going at least to the semifinals. <laughs> yeah, take the computer with a grain of salt, um, <laughs> because I think they win that game in the semifinals. Um, but <laughs> but Marine City, like we said. I, we wish there was more to talk about. I feel like we will do a good job this week of giving them real, like, in-depth things to talk about, and the picks won't just be, hey, Dennis, say Marine City again. <laughs> Which, 
in our two years, has there been a week where we haven't picked Marine City? I, 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 we both picked them to beat we, Marysville we, last year. Yeah, and, and, both and even them. when we picked into the playoffs, we both picked them against uh, Frankenmuth and upset some people up there who somehow are listening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're listening to Frankenmuth, so thank you. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Sorry. Sorry we picked Marine City. Yeah. Um, but, but if that game happens again, guess who I'm picking? Marine City. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, that's the top ten for me. Mooney at ten. Nine is Elmont. Eight, St. Clair. They dropped a spot. North Branch moved up to seven. Armada at six. Northern at five. High at four. Ubley at three. Cross Lex solidified at two. And Marine City with an absolute – just etched in stone, number one. Uh, Brady and I were matched on everything except three and four. We reversed them. I've got Ubley at four and PH at three. All right. For as much uh, parody as we had earlier in the season, we're starting to really settle in now. So it's there. The, the, it's a little easier to do, but it's still not easy to do. And I and if I put Anchor Bay in this thing, everything gets destroyed, and somebody's left out. That Again, deserving. like I said, depending on how you do your <laughs> rankings, yeah. I could put Anchor Bay at number one. I could put them down at like number four or five. Yeah. So anyway, that's the show. Um, picks on Thursday. Oh, by the way, we were supposed to have Brandon Welper on. He's in the process of moving and getting acclimated. We will get him on when we can. We uh, appreciate his patience and we want to welcome him in just it's yeah, a he's the new Times Herald guy. Yeah. If you don't know that, yeah, he's the new sports reporter, and I believe Thursday our friend Mike Gallagher will be heading south to be our guest picker. But as you found out today, guest subject to change. Yeah, but uh, we've invited Mike, and he seems to uh, want to come. So, and it's a good week for it because there's a lot of uh, a lot of activity. There's not a lot of activity in the MAC because Northern's not playing a game, and St. Clair and Marysville are playing each other. So we got some thumb games we, in the. We picks. got to add a couple of thumb games into the pick, uh, so it's perfect time to get uh, Mike in here for that. All right, you want last word, Mister Bracketologist? Uh, root for the teams you already played to win this week. Okay. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water area is stuck on sports.